Get out of your cooking rut this fall. Every plate provides plenty of delicious variety with 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every week. Get $1.49 per meal with code 49JTrain at everyplate.com slash podcast. That's code 49JTrain at everyplate.com slash podcast. Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast with J Train Jerry Coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how it all works. Making your Instagram story. Let people know about this great show. That's right. You enjoy it. All you got to do is send in your emails, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. It can really be about anything, lifestyle, relationships, whatever you're going through. And nobody here is an expert. We're just here to talk right out of our anus. To let you know what's going on in your life. And you know why that's easy for us? We don't have to make eye contact with you. We can talk to you through the magic of the internet. You can just listen in. And you can hear what we think. And you can hear people talk honestly about your problems. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending them in. I'm on the road. Uh, the shows have been wonderful. You guys are showing up. You're bringing your friends. That's what it's all about. Bring your friends. Assemble the group chat. I'm going to be in Philadelphia this weekend. We added a second show. That's fun. We got we to gotta get tickets to that second show. So uh, come on out. I was just in Seattle. The Seattle shows were fantastic, fun, awesome. So Philly, we're there on Friday night. Second show added. Syracuse, D.C. second show added. Baltimore, I don't know if anyone's even in Baltimore. Maybe you don't exist as a city. I don't know. We got to start buying tickets for that. Baltimore, Dania Beach, uh, which is near Fort Lauderdale. I've been saying Fort Lauderdale, and then people go, oh, it only says Dania Beach. I'm not coming to your living room to do the show. So Dania Beach, uh, Portland, Oregon. I was just in Seattle, the Pacific Northwest. Whew, love it out there. Phoenix, San Diego, Boston, Chicago, jaredfree.com, adding dates. If you're listening to this right now, it is Monday morning, maybe Monday during the day. I don't know how you listen, but I'm going to be on the Tonight Show, Tuesday night, second time. It's happening again. Yeah, this is different than the first. The first time is like, we did it. Oh, my God, we made it. And now it's like, oh, shit, I got to find some material to do. So I'm going through that this week. We tape a week ahead, but I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm excited. And, and again, this is a giant thank you to you. You're the reason this is happening. It is uh, your support, you guys coming to shows and watching the special on Netflix. That all translates into... Jared, how about you come back on The Tonight Show? Oh, is that you, Hollywood? I'm coming. So it's going to be Tuesday night. Um, I'm sure I'll put out the YouTube clip or video, whatever they put out from The Tonight Show, because I don't have access. You know, I'll, I'll be retweeting and all that stuff. So I would love for you to watch. I'd love for you to share it. I, uh, As of now, I've like come to terms with what the material is going to be. It's kind of, you know, we're, we're figuring it out. So... Uh, go to my socials. You can see the video of it on Tuesday or just watch it, you know, DVR, tape The Tonight Show Tuesday night. And also that might change. They might call me, hello, Hollywood? Yeah, you canceled. Like that might happen too. But I, as of now, Tuesday night, um, 
Uh, I'm doing the Tonight Show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Podcast at gmail.com. That's where you send your emails. Very excited for today's guest. Today's guest, new to me, new to the show, new to the JCU, a friend of Gabe Malika. Gabe Malika made a huge you know, uh, uh, impression on the audience and, and myself. He's such a great guest, so we trust his recommendation. So if this doesn't go well, we blame Gabe. Alexis Gay, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? And everyone go follow Alexis at yay Alexis Gay. What's going on? What is going on? Do, I, you tell me. What's, <laughs> what's happening with you? you, you you're out there. You were just yes. abroad. Yeah, I was at the Edinburgh Fringe. How I was that? It was like comedy summer camp. Okay. It yeah, was great. P- it was great. People was come so back fun. with different experiences from Fringe. I had a great time. Okay. But I like how intense it is. Every night you do a show yes. and you're in your own space. Yes. And that could be, and it's a very haves, have nots is what I've heard. Someone <laughs> might have a levels. space yeah, where it's a huge theater levels. every night and then yes. you might, what was your space like? I had a space at a venue run by Just the Tonic, which is a comedy producing group over okay. in the UK. And I loved it because it felt right for stand-up comedy. Mm. It was pretty grungy. Okay. But the second week, we got toilet seats in the bathroom, which was huge. So, so you were in what you you weren't in the theater section. No, 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 you were no, no. so you're in this. How many seats? And and I it's had every, sixty. So you have sixty seats, yeah. and it's these fringe festivals. Yeah. They go a month. Yes, and you're basically working on and I, I you know for a lot of these festivals, you're working on like yep. Is it a one person show or is it a stand up show? What 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 would be the what, what's the show? I think that's probably the most common way yeah. for a comedian to take a show to Fringe is to do their hour. And yeah. it's definitely what I want to do next year. This year I wanted to do what I considered playing like J V Fringe. Okay. Like I didn't feel like I wanted to play varsity fringe, take okay. a solo show, get press, etc. So I did a headliner set and okay. then had three different friends open for me every day. Got it. Yeah. So I did like 25, 30, but then every day I got three friends or friends of friends or people I would meet around Fringe to do like seven, 10 minutes. How did people take that? Because, you know, the way I know Fringe and that's from, you know, remove, never been, is like, I feel like people go there to hear someone's sad tale. (laughs) So like they want, and that's kind of the way to do well at Fringe is... Whoever has the saddest, most well-done tale yeah, yeah. usually walks away with accolades and a big, you know, sash and yeah, carried away right. on a on, on a parade a, on float. A yeah, river of tears of the yeah. audience members. Like I, that's kind of why I've never thought to go because I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna do jokes and we're gonna have some fun, I, you know. So I can understand someone walks in and is like, let's hear Alexis. Yeah. Or maybe they think because your your handle is Alexis Gay, but it looks like Yay Alex Alex is gay. Oh right, yeah. So maybe they think we're walking we're into walking this into a coming a out coming out mm-hmm. coming out coming of age tale. Yeah, no. Is there disappointment or do they realize it right away? Um, they people are they don't, people people typically don't show up to my shows disappointed okay. that I'm not about to come out to them. Okay, <laughs> this is I <laughs> infringe though. This no is my association. No one has mentioned that to me directly. Yeah, okay. I guess that would be uh, maybe I should ask for that feedback. At fringe though, I do think that's the reputation is yes. that it's like who has the most traumatic story, right? But honestly, this past year, if you look at what got the accolades and had like excitement and buzz, mm-hmm. it was not that. What was like it? one of the only I. Think think oh god i don't want to speak it was one guy that 
he was happy that he joined his fraternity. That's, right. That's what did well. I can't yeah. imagine that was the it case. It was a really, it was just a really happy straight white <laughs> yeah. guy. Just a white guy's the tale dream. of just exactly. growing up outside of a major that's city right. and having yeah. a good having life. A, having a nice time. Yeah. I, that's why I would imagine yeah, did yeah. well. <laughs> um, actually, I think the only American that was nominated for in a, uh, in the newcomer category was Martin Urbano. Okay. Martin. I know. I've met so him before. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's very funny. But his hour was not at all that trauma dumpy vibe okay. it's really really good funny stand-up sure and it's more than that but you have to kind of see it to yeah. experience it no i know martin he's very funny we did uh new faces together and, oh, and again he you know he, he's not gonna go up and do the yeah straight up uh yeah my fraternity one yeah. you know yeah, best like looking he's got something else going on uh, yeah but it was not you know i because i kind of expected as well for yeah. like the most emotive shows to to be the ones that took away all the so you enjoyed prizes. and you did just straight up comedy which yep. is fun yep. that's great and you got yeah. a month of like every night going on yeah that's amazing i had the best time i also think i had the best time slot because okay. and i asked for it in particular i wanted a late afternoon show a late afternoon show well that kind of opens you up to well i guess i get to have a night out and go see other Means stuff i could go see things yeah. i could also go do other spots and also, it was like mentally, I didn't want to be thinking about doing a show all day. Mm-hmm. So I had a show at three fifteen p.m. Amazing! It's an amazing time. That's to do great. Comedy. I mean, what? <laughs> I had to, we I can all up. dream of this lifestyle. Yes. This is this is something usually like uh, you know, know an eighty year old know. you know stand up comedian who has a whole career would yeah, get to choose. So right. that's amazing. It was geriatric in nature. Yeah. but I really I thrived. <laughs> so everyone, go follow Alexis Gay. Yeah, go, come go, on down. Go go at Yay Alexis Gay on yeah. all the social medias. For sure. Uh, we are sponsored. If shopping isn't for you, uh, you're gonna want to hear this. Today's episode is brought to you by Stitch Fix, the easy way to get an amazing wardrobe. Here's how it works. You get assigned a personal stylist whose mission is to learn all about you, your likes, dislikes, budget, and where you typically shop. Armed with that information, they'll do the hard part for you and find clothing you'll love from over a 1,000 brands and a huge range of sizes. Here's the thing. Here's the, the best part about Stitch Fix. They're going to send you clothes that you have told someone, hey, here's my feeling, here's my vibe. And then you're going to get to try them on in your own home, your own mirrors, your own time. No one knocking at the door. Are you good in there? Is it okay? No, no, no. That's the beauty of Stitch Fix is comfort and finding stuff that's right for you. They send you a box of clothing, handpicked just for you. If you don't like something, sending it back is super easy. Your stylist will even show you how to wear the outfits head to toe so you can get dressed and go. Thanks, Stitch Fix. They just get us, and they'll get you too. Try today at stitchfix.com slash JTrain, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash JTrain, stitchfix.com slash J train here with Alexis Gay. Go, go, go. At yay, Alexis Gay. Go follow. Help with a relocating relationship seven-year follow-up. Jared, thanks for all the years of entertainment via the JCU. I've been listening since I was a sophomore in college and I wrote in regarding my boyfriend and I landing the same summer finance internship. You nailed the advice then and now I'm returning for more wise words on the same relationship seven years later. That's right. We have a legacy that we've built here at the J Train Podcast. Are you in a relationship, Alexis? No, I'm not. No. How was dating in Fringe in Edinburgh? 
how was dating in Edinburgh did you specifically? Meet people, men, women, whatever you're. It your, was. Your persuasion? I got to flirt with a lot of people with British accents. Which okay. Is very much. Would you go on a date? I mean, a three fifteen call time. <laughs> That's right. I had plenty of time. You had, you had the <laughs> night. Like that makes it great. Like I go on the road and you, hey, let's get drinks. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Literally like I don't when? get drinks before <laughs> yeah, show. I know. Me neither. I mean, me neither. I can do like one a.m. Yeah. But that's not really a fun time no, to it's really, get, get to a drink with someone. Yeah, and also not what I'm looking to do at 100%. one a.m. after shows. So yeah, yeah. did you go on dates with any of the like? British accents out there? No no dates for me at the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Okay. Uh, my boyfriend, are you on any apps or anything like that? The only app, okay, I hate, I, the only app that I'm on is Raya. There's nothing wrong with that. It feels like there's something wrong with that. No, Raya is considered famous Tinder. Yeah, but it's, but um, it's, you know, I would say Raya is a great app to not do anything on. I think Raya is an incredible app to never talk to anyone. Right. Well, it's 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 a dance everyone wants to get into that no one dances. What at. is the deal with why is this happening? Um, I think you're on Raya. I've been on it okay. before, and I I know what the deal is. The yeah. pictures are thirty million times better than any other app. It feels like oh everyone... for sure. But my favorite, I this is, I forgive me because this is a joke that I tell on stage. But I my favorite thing about Raya is that everyone on there looks like they're auditioning for Succession. Right. There's a, there's a there's a feel on there. It's that, just like it's so much wealth signaling. Yeah, there's a little bit of wealth stuff and it's just, you know, I I guess like I would even see it as like I'm doing things. Yeah. You know, like I you know, I'm seeing it from the male. I was just gonna say side. though, I do kind of wonder because I feel like what I see is a lot of dudes being like, Oh, I just happen to be here in my tux right. at my family's estate. Yes. I you see on the other side you see that I am someone who's got an Instagram aesthetic. Ooh, okay. So you see that there's care and time yeah. put into what I put out into the world. That's kind of the mm. what I see from my end. And is that like a, a fun, sexy vibe when you see that? Are you like, hell yeah, this Instagram aesthetic? Is... No, okay. that doesn't really make, you know, like hot is hot. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like I think for a lot of guys on social media, like yeah. or guys on like dating apps, it's yeah. like a little bit animalistic carnal. Like sure. no personality is going to outdo hot or, mm. uh, you know, be, hot is what it's going to bring you. Am I attracted? And that yeah. could be anything. Right. And then you go, oh, and then are they fun? And so then, like okay. I would, you know, look at people on, there and I would go oh wow I'm attracted I would look at people on Raya and be like attracted and then I would go oh there's nothing here right there's nothing to grab onto yeah. so very few like actual bios and things like that like right. that kind of stinks yeah so it's hard to talk to people on there because it's I think people are like I'm in the club okay yes I look good in the club yeah well, I don't really need anything else from this I think that's <laughs> a lot of people on Raya I just don't understand what we're all doing on there. Right. I mean, you can reach out to someone and be like, hey, what's up? Actually, someone did it. Someone asked me out for Maya recently. Like, How'd made the go? gesture. We haven't gone out yet. What, but they, the, what was their opening line? Do you have a bio? I can't remember. Yeah, I do have a bio. It's, um, I say, uh, I worked in tech for seven years and now I'm a comedian. Everyone loves me and I have no bad qualities. The end. There you go. And Which to me is obviously a joke. <laughs> but sure, I, but then that's something to grab onto for them. Yeah, that's something Give for me your best say. qualities then. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're like, oh. I did recently update it though to say, just a heads up, I did promise my best friend and her husband they could come on my next date. Okay. Because that is, I did do that. Okay. Yeah. What was the reasoning for that? I just thought it'd be fun. Mix it I up. I mean, are you going to do that? I would definitely do that. But I think it would be disrespectful to do it to someone on a first date. I think it would be too. So I wouldn't do I it. I think it would, you'd be like, well, the problem with that is like, if you invite it, you're probably a fun person. You probably 
and you do well on it, you'd sure. probably be great. Yes. But then you go, am I fucking around with this? Exactly. You know, so like, I wouldn't want it because I wouldn't want the person to feel like I was in some way making them a joke or making mm. like us going on a date a joke. Right. But I do find it to be a very attractive quality. Someone who can like roll with the punches, sure. like jump into a social situation. So I think I probably wouldn't do it on a first date because that feels kind of rude. Yeah. But I would definitely be interested in seeing what it would feel like to totally jump the gun on the whole like, oh, right. meeting my friends thing and just have it be like second or third date. Let's go out with some of my friends. The problem with like a joke like that on a dating app is like yeah. a thin line. I like know. You're, you're either getting the person who gets it, which is like hitting a bullseye. I know. Or you're mostly going to get Someone going, like, they could make it sexual right away. Mm. What are we having? Some sort of group thing. <laughs> you know, they, they could they could go down the line of, like, yeah. you know, they're too much in on the joke where yeah, they take yeah, it yeah, as a yeah. joke, too. Like, you know, I have a lot of people that mm, were right in here. They're like, you know, what do I wear? And it's like. You on know, a date? For, or just on, on the app. Like, I, I've oh, seen okay. profiles from women because I get asked to do, like, makeovers on their app. And it's like, they're very, like, low-cut shirt. I'm like, that's oh, great. Yeah. You're going to stand out. Like, people are going to be attracted to you. We're going to have to deal with a lot of, like, hay to get through to the needle in the hay You stack. raise an interesting question, though, which is, is it is the quantity or the quality better? Because I agree that the yeah. way my bio is constructed, people might be like, what is it? No, too much. Oh, you want to be, and it's you like, want to I would rather, people. I don't mind alienating people right. or having them be like, this woman seems strange. That's fine because right. like they are, that they're correct. So I would rather not field all these people. That's the, I mean, I think that's the goal of any dating app. And the problem is it doesn't feel good because what feels oh, good is getting matches. See, I don't, I don't know though. Because you get a bunch of matches with a bunch of random good-looking people and then nobody talks to anyone and you never go out with them. Right. That's not better than getting a match every sure, once in a while. Sure, it depends on when you're looking at it. In the okay. moment, <laughs> yeah. you know, it doesn't feel good. You know, 20 minutes after you masturbate, you go, why did I do that? Hmm. The minute you come, you go, this is great. <laughs> Got so it. I think like on the apps, you get a match that you can get addicted to the feeling of matches. It's, well, it's a dopamine hit. Right. So if you, you know, if you wait a little bit and you go oh yeah this hangover doesn't feel good i haven't gone on one date mm. i think it's how you look at it but i do think a lot of people go match hungry are you doing a lot of chit chat before the date are you mm, i think to me if i was to like pick a perfect first date from yeah. an app yeah 20 minutes of i don't think of chit chat over the app i i think like People want to look into things. When it goes right, it goes right. Yeah. I, I think you can tell in 20 minutes. Like, I, 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 I think people say no okay. to that because you get in more conversations that don't go that way. Okay, interesting. Um, but that usually, if you're three days into chit-chat, yeah. you're just two people who are what like, are we doing? we're Pen fine pal. with each other, right? Like, it's not even like, yeah, you right. can get along with most people. Yes. If we think in extremes. But really, the problem with the apps is that it doesn't have, you know, the extreme good. Yeah. There's extreme bad. Yeah. Those happen very rarely, but sure. that's you're looking for the extreme good. Yeah. The middle happens more often than not. Hey, how was your weekend? Good, 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 good. Yeah. You're a nice person. I'm a nice person. I'm mildly attracted to you. Yes. We should probably go out. Well, that's right. probably a date you shouldn't go on. You don't think so? Not so for So you me. think it has to be like, I don't wow, think I'm that's, really excited. I think that's the reason people get to put disposable on the apps. Is like someone you just went on a date that was ah okay yeah and then you go back fishing you're like maybe I'll find a bigger fish you mm. need excitement and, and again this goes to what you're talking about yeah. like 
oh, yeah, it's not good to get a lot of matches because it's a lot of not dates yeah. happening. Well, it's not good to go. You know, this is easier to say way down the line. It's not yeah. good to have a bunch of dates you went on that were like, come on, go on the day, Jared. Like, yeah. OK, you, I do something. I want to hear your opinion on this because sure. I do something that I that gets some controversial reactions. OK, which is that I typically I'll just call people once they give me their number. I think it's okay. Yeah. Why not? I, I do it because you, it helps me understand. Because I'll know so quickly mm. in a real-time conversation, you know? And also, if they're weirded out by the fact that I'm picking up the phone to just sure. give them a call. Whether that call is like, hey, let's... Because if they've said, like, let's get together. When mm. are you free? I'll call someone because it's easier to look I at my calendar. They, they, The people that get weirded out by it, it's interesting. I think the call, like, again, that goes back to the 15, 20 minutes. Like, yeah. you'll know. You'll know. 15, and then we minutes. both know. And then if you're if you're like, oh, my God, she called me, you're not going to like anything that's coming next. Right. <laughs> like, well, I think also I, I would understand if their feeling is, oh, I have to go through this test. Oh, interesting. That they're interesting. like, oh, now, because it is a power position. You think so? I think it's a little bit of... I'm not saying... I think it could be taken that way. Okay. I, I think like a like, screening, like a recruiter screen. Like, oh, we had this nice conversation. We exchanged numbers. Yeah. Let's go out. And yeah. then it's like, I'm getting this like pop-up call. If, Let me if, see if you're good <laughs> enough for me. Like that's I could under, what it is. But that's what it could feel like. I, I understand. Under, I understand. If you discuss over the app, if you go, hey, this is such a nice chit-chat. Yeah. Would you want to jump on the phone later? Yeah. That's different than, hello, yeah. calling to make sure... <laughs> You're the person I thought you were. Okay, if you know. I have already said yes to going out with someone, yeah. I would not then like recant based on a phone call. I, but I think this is kind of what happens with those mm. phone calls sometimes. I think it's great to be okay, like, this is super hey, this was so nice. Yeah. But if I got like a, hey, this was so nice. Let's go exchange numbers. Let's make a date. Yeah. And then what? Ha oh, well, let me get a call first. Mm. I'd be like, okay, what am I going through the seven levels of you know hell yeah. to get through? At to, that you know, point, I think I'm just calling to schedule the date. I'll just call. So you would never not do the date if you're calling to schedule the date. I would never not do that. No, because then I mean that would that you're, would be, I would it feel would like feel that would feel bad. Right, I would feel like uh, shit if I was like, hey, oh, sorry, what what happened? You're like, don't like how you said hello. Right, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're out. Let's go to the email. My boyfriend and I have been together since early college. We graduated with remote jobs, Airbnb, hopped for our first year out of undergrad until the dreaded return to office. I settled in Boston working for a firm requiring me to be in the office five days a week, whereas he moved to the West Village to live with his college friends and be closer to his family. His firm is global and has offices in every major city, Boston and New York included. We have done distance for the couple of years since. There was a slight break when I got frustrated with with the constant swapping of weekends, feeling unsettled and being unable to see a future where I didn't spend eight hours on an Amtrak twice a month. We got back together in short order and have had a stronger and more mature relationship since. The break, uh, the break making us both realize how much we want to be together. Part of this is my boyfriend's decision to move to Boston. For the past eight months, he has been spending an increasing amount of time here, staying in my apartment for a week or two at a time and working out, his working out of his Boston office. This fall, we fully take the plunge and move in together to Boston and are both incredibly excited for our next chapter. Mm -hmm. My question is, how can I make this transition as smooth 
for him as possible. Mm. He is moving several hours further from his family into a city where he has a few has fewer friends than he did in New York. Possibly worst of all, where he hates every one of our sports teams. It may be uh, our forever home, uh, and I. It may not be our forever home, and I know he will be able to go to a, the city often to visit. But I also want to show him I appreciate the sacrifice he's making so that I can continue my career here in Boston. Any advice is uh, incredibly appreciated. Sincerely, sleepless in a tier two city. P.S. We have pre-sale tickets to your show at the Wilbur. Can't wait to see you. Uh, Our fourth show of yours. Thank you so much. So what do you think? Wow. Well, I think the fact that they're even asking this question is a great sign for their relationship. Okay. Because it's so considerate. She is asking this question. This is actually to the point that I I think is like important. Okay. But I, I think what you're saying, I think it's very nice that she. Yeah. Is asking this question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I think, like, that's like the most. She speaks for them. Mm-hmm. She speaks, and and almost, I, I, he's moving to Boston. He's not moving to fucking, yeah. you know, Fallujah. Like, <laughs> let's get one thing straight. <laughs> yeah, he's not moving to Seattle. He right. is East Coast City, yes. two hours up, yes. three hours up the road. Yeah, let's stop crying for him. I'm that's, not super worried. I don't think this is going to be a big transition. No, I don't think so at all. I think, but I think it, she needs to be okay mm-hmm. that she didn't make this person live a different life. I like I, I think, like the way she writes this email, mm. my concern for her, which this all sounds great, this is yeah. wonderful. Yeah, your boyfriend's moving. We're gonna be yeah. spending more time together. He has opted into, and a big yes. part of her email is like uh, that they had a break because she couldn't do the, yes. you couldn't see a future of driving yep. eight hours yep. or whatever. Yeah. Well, now he has opted into adulthood. Yeah. She, he's joining you yeah. in adulthood. He's saying, goodbye, West Village. Ta-ta. Nights on Hudson with my bros to see what life could be like together. Yeah. And he's an adult who made an adult decision. Don't yeah. you think? Like, I think, mm. I just don't like, not don't like is too strong a word, but like her tone. Hmm. When you say he hates the sports teams here, that's. Yeah. To me, that's like what, that's a joke wives make. Yeah. Like, oh, look what I did to him, and he can't even watch the Yankees. Like, <laughs> like yeah, that is so you. small and stupid right. to me. The idea, like, and if that is, if he's like, and I fucking hate these Boston fans, I'd be right, like, so do you get he's the impression? For excuses. Right, but I don't get the impression that he's being dragged, kicking, and screaming. No, not to at Boston. All. I'm thinking, but my point is, like, stop making excuses for him. Oh, you think he needs to step up? And I think just he is. It. I think he okay. is. I think she is writing. Mm. She's like, "How do I make this more comfortable for him?" Yeah, um, be yourself and be yeah. in a fun relationship. Yeah. Like, I, I think like understanding that, like, yeah, this is a step. Mm. It might not work out. Yes, that's okay. And it's it's not not going to work out because the Red Sox exist. <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like when she writes, you know, yeah, fewer friends. These are all like things someone could say. But honestly, this is two people going to the next step in their relationship, entering into adulthood. Yeah. And let's enjoy. So I think I I have tactical advice here. Okay. Because I'm with you that I think the overarching advice is like, let go. Right. See what happens. Right. And trust this partner you've you've so much history with mm-hmm. to step up and show up for you and for the relationship as they adjust to a new city. Mm-hmm. And I would say, what about like a small 
something like a small gesture. Like what about tickets to the first Yankees right. Red Sox game? That's I think being that's played? great. Yeah, I think acknowledging because you're acknowledging it, but you're not. Because I I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Where it's like she doesn't need to be like, oh my gosh, I have to make sure that everything is okay right. for this man. <laughs> right. But he's used. Who could live in Boston? There's no Wilfie and Nell in Boston. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I think we don't want that. But mm-hmm. I think like. A nice acknowledgement. And then honestly, I would also say, without knowing this person at all, I would say giving him the space to build his own life is right. also going to be a huge part of long-term happiness in a new city. Absolutely. Let him make friends. Yes, let, let him, him hey, make I'm friends. I'm going out to do this. Like, the, I agree. This is a big thing that I experienced and when I moved in um, with a significant other. Yeah. Was same city? Same you, city. Okay. Well, we had lived, the whole point of moving in was like, we're going to spend more time together. Mm. And I think hmm. that was like not, you know, when there were points where it was like, okay, my friends are going to come meet us. And it would be like, wait a minute, what? And I'm like, well, we moved in together yeah. to have this other in between time together. Hmm. We're doing dates, we're doing other things. This friend thing should be okay. Yeah. You know, we don't have to now make sure that we're together three nights a right. week as when we live far apart. So yeah. like before, so this, I think that's a big thing to acknowledge. You're right. Where it's like, you know, let's have a life that is different than the one before, just because, yes. you know, now eight hours away, I can understand where you go. We got to have that weekend. Together. Yeah. We, yeah. We can't invite all these other people in. Right. You have to acknowledge. Yeah. He's going to want to like maybe go, do a night with his buddy yeah. and try and meet their friends and try and be in a mm. after, you know, whatever league. And I'm sure you're okay with that. Like, sure. I, I'm sure that's not a problem for this person. Yeah. But I think you have to, un- I think the big thing is the relationship is different now. Yes. You're not uneven. Yep. Like, it's not like he moved mm-hmm. to, you know, Iraq. Yeah. You know? I like, would... <laughs> like it's, it's Boston. It's yeah. Boston. <laughs> and also maybe plan a trip back to New York for both oh, of you to go. that's a good idea. Like, yeah, I like that. You know, make make a New York. Oh, and we'll do this sometime down the road yeah. in New York. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Alexis Gay at Yay Alexis Gay on social media. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like you know what's good for you, but can't make yourself actually do it? You want a good night's sleep, but can't quite your You want a good night's sleep, but you can't quiet your racing thoughts. You want to leave that soul-sucking job, but don't have the confidence to take a risk. Talking with a therapist through BetterHelp can help you figure out what's holding you back so you can finally move forward. Here's what I love about BetterHelp. Here's what I love about a lot of the sponsors that we have. It's a first toe into the water. It's an opportunity. Maybe you've never done therapy before, and you're sitting there going, where do I even begin? Mm -hmm. BetterHelp has a marketplace that you can look at, and it's all about therapy. It is instead of Google where you go to find a restaurant that night that you're like, I guess I type in therapist near me. No, no, no. BetterHelp's going to have a marketplace and you can switch in and out of therapists anytime you want. The, the, the convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule, therapy by video call, over the phone, or even by message, whatever works for you. And you fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, get started on your journey. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash JTrain today to get 10, 10, 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash JTrain. Here with Alexis Gay, jealous boyfriend Ooh. and staying friends with exes. Are you friends with any exes? Yes. 
Okay. What yeah. was the circumstance that brought you guys as friends? We had to be friends because we dated in college. Okay. And our group of college friends stayed friends. Um, I, that is a clean story. Yes. That is, how old are you now? I'm 31. So you're 31. Still friends? Huh? Would they be at your wedding? I, okay, I've thought about this. Mm. I, they might have to be because that group of college friends, every single one who's gotten married so far has invited every single member of that group. The whole group? Yeah. Okay, because it's interesting <laughs> to me. Like I was, I've been friends with people I've dated. Yeah. And what I find normal and what happens, yeah. both it happens and it's normal to me, Yes. is that you become like someone you're cool with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I think like, it depends how it ended. Because right. there are people who I have no interest in seeing. Sure, again. and you, you know I understand that too. Jared, firstly, huge congrats on your special. Saw you in Ber- Berlin and absolutely loved your set. Mm. Thank you. Now onto my problem. I started seeing someone new back in January. He is okay. caring, considerate, and in general has so many qualities I've been looking for in a partner. But there is one big issue. I'm good friends with a couple of guys I've dated, and he absolutely cannot deal with it. These hmm. guys are people I dated for two to three months. Okay. How long did you date the college guy? A little over a year. Something's a little different to me two to three months I agree. than a little over a that, year. My ears perked up at that for sure. Right? Because two like, to three months, eh. Did you shake it? You know, yeah. like, or did, not did you shake it, did they shake it? Right. You know, like, you can go, yeah, I have nothing. Right. But two to three months for everybody's not the same. You two know? to three months, though, can also be, hey, let's find out. Maybe you're right. friends or maybe you meet and it's like you date for a couple months and you're like, eh, let's see. And then, eh, no, it's not for us. But it didn't just work out romantically because we weren't looking for the same things. Oh, interesting. In both cases, it just naturally progressed into a friendship and we never slept together or had any romantic interaction after breaking it off. Hmm. So after breaking it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've now been purely platonic friends for many years. And many we've, years. We've always hung out with each other's partners with no issue until now. I told my boyfriend very early on on our second date about the situation as I know it's difficult for some people to deal with. I'm generally of the opinion that if someone isn't cool with these friendships, we likely have quite different worldviews and probably aren't the match. So I was trying to get a read on his feelings on the subject. He assured me that he's not jealous at all and that he looks forward to meeting them. Okay. Hmm. Fast forward six months and this could not be farther from the truth. So far, my boyfriend has met just one of these friends. I'm a musician and my friend came to a couple of my concerts with his girlfriend. My boyfriend told me that he gets a bad vibe from my friend and that my friend was rude to him, though could not give any specific examples. I was present for their entire interaction. It all seemed normal and friendly. Now my boyfriend has told me that he doesn't want anyone I've slept with coming to any event where he is present. Oh my God. He says that if I really love him, I should be able to tell these friends not to come. He's told me that he finds it disgusting that I stay friends with people I've slept with and that I'm devaluing myself by continuing to be friends with people who didn't like me enough to be in a relationship. Oh my God. That's a little extreme. I was the one to break off both of these dating situations, not that it should matter. Lately, the language has gotten even more offensive. With saying him saying things like, I can't believe you let guys... With him saying things like, I can't believe you let that guy inside you. (gasps) And telling me he's disappointed me for going out with such a loser. The friend in question is the triathlete with a PhD and a great job. So it's not like some deadbeat. Well, that doesn't even matter. My boyfriend has even threatened that if he sees my ex... 
he would be physically violent. Oh with my him. God. Jared, I'm not really sure what to do anymore. I really care about my boyfriend, but these are valuable friendships to me. And I feel that I'm not being my true true to myself if mm-hmm. I avoid seeing these friends. I also feel like the language my boyfriend is using about me and these men is disturbing and possessive. I would agree. Me too. And I'm constantly afraid that something is going to set him off. I've stated uh I've started dreading events. I would usually be happy about concerts, birthday parties, etc. for fear that I'm going to have to choose between my friends and my boyfriend or else have some major drama. Am I being so unreasonable by not willing to give up my friendships? Is there any way past this? Looking forward to your thoughts, mm. stubborn batch. What do you think, Alexis Gay? Wow. A harrowing tale. Woof. Yeah, it sucks. I don't think... I don't think the behavior that her boyfriend is exhibiting is the behavior from someone who... Is is really really cares about her? Yeah, it's like it's, sound. It's interesting. She's like taking away so much from this initial conversation. It's like I don't get jealous, and then he yeah. meets the person he shows who he is. Right. And again, she should alert friends and families. This can go down a dangerous path. If I he's agree. Talking about violence. Yeah. You know, let's let's talk to more people about this. Let's get the community involved Send some a little flags bit. Out. Yeah, yeah, just let people know because this is just. It's like dangerous speak. It's definitely really concerning language, devaluing yourself and disgusting. Well, he's trying to win. And Mm. he obviously, you know, here's, if we're going to go down the list. Yeah. He meets this person, the guy, he gets a vibe. Let's let's, let's say he does get a vibe. Sure. Like a vibe that her friend that she dated is still into her. Still into her. He felt, he's a PhD triathlete. He feels self-conscious. He doesn't feel as good. So he's going to do whatever he can. He's going to, you know, basically do whatever he can to like try and win this and show yeah. you that you shouldn't be around this person. Yeah. So he feels self-conscious. Let's say you and this guy, these friends, there is a vibe that feels like different when he yeah. saw it in person. Okay. Fine. That doesn't give a reason to yeah. be like mean and manipulative and, and, and threaten violence. Yeah. Like you're obviously not right for each other. I agree. Because if you're both acting in alignment with your values mm. and those behaviors don't mix well together, then right. you're not the right fit. And so if it's a value of hers to stay friends with these people and have them in her life, mm-hmm. and for him it's just this is an absolutely not okay situation, then they together are not a right fit. I'm right. worried that it sounds like she is continuing to contort herself into weirder and weirder shapes yeah to fit with this guy when he is just growing like larger in his list of demands yeah and let's say like this isn't me taking i think you should break up with this guy yeah i like, do or can uh, we say that yeah. i feel i feel bad ever advising someone to like just end the relationship without knowing them but i don't i don't like this. i would advise my sister to break up with someone okay. like this you, but yeah sure but let's take the side of you have a weird relationship with your ex. Yeah, okay. Someone who's right for you will react a different way than this. I agree. That's you know? a good point. Yeah, like, isn't it like, yes. let, let's say what he's doing is wrong, I think you should dump him. For sure. It doesn't, it's not the match. Agreed. Beyond that, let's say you and, because now I'm trying to think like, listen, I've been in relationships where I see this friend and the person I'm dating I don't know why they're not dating. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? What am I doing here? What am I doing here? Right? Yes, I know what you mean. And (laughs) I'm trying to think of like the the best version of myself. Yeah. Not to say I'm always the best version of myself. Yeah. But I don't think I've acted like this guy is. Yeah. I would say the best version of myself that I would direct myself towards is to say, hey, I think I'm a great guy, but I'm not going to try and convince someone of that. Agreed. 
you and this friend seeming make me feel a little bit badly mm. and a little bit off. Yeah. I'm going to end this, let you figure out your stuff. You can come back to me. Yeah. If I'm still single. And that, to yeah. me, that's like a normal way to confront this friendship that I'm not comfortable with. I think with. there's a conversation that happens before that one, though, which is the like flagging of how it makes you feel. Right. And then giving the other person an opportunity to show you different behavior. Right. Like, I, I, think I agree can, with that. You know what I mean? Before jumping to the like, hey, I'm going to take my hat out of the ring here. I think it's like, right. hey, you may not notice this because you guys are super close. Mm-hmm. But I just so you know that when you guys it kind of feels like you're flirting in front of me, which is either embarrassing or hurts my feelings or makes me feel like you don't like me, whatever. And then I think you give the person the chance to change if they want. I I had this conversation with someone I dated Mm. and then we went out to a lunch and I remember feeling like wildly uncomfortable. Really? And it was like, and I remember being like, this isn't where I, I, again, I, it's okay. Gonna, yeah, I know. Peace, everybody. I'm out of here. You know, like, yeah. and you go, <laughs> thanks. Like, that's my time. Yeah, I gotta I'm get out of yeah. here. Good luck. <laughs> Enjoy your next act. Like, I, yeah, like, I asked you about your guy that you're still friends with that you yeah. dated. Yeah. Again, when you gave you an explanation, yeah. Oh, okay. This all makes sense. Yep. I think people you're friends with after a relationship, I, I think 99.9% of the time, the explanation makes total sense and is yeah. said so easily and thoughtfully yeah. that you go, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And that, and so if the story isn't okay, you mm-hmm. go. I I get a vibe. I'm yeah. Get out of here. But the way he's doing it is not. The way he's doing it is not okay. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. Here with Alexis Gay at Yay Alexis Gay. Go follow. Go go go. Sister in law drama. Ooh. Interesting. Jared, my husband and I are loyal listeners. We need your help. Okay. My husband's sister got engaged about two weeks ago. Hmm. We are about seven weeks pregnant, but decided to keep it quiet so not to upstage her news. Respectful. Mm -hmm. To me, the upstaging thing, I have no relation to it. Okay. If I was to get on a knee, I mean, obviously, if I was to get on a knee and propose to someone, and then while I'm on the knee giving my speech, (laughs) my brother came up and was like, we're pregnant. (laughs) Yes. Right, exactly. But yeah. the idea that like we're engaged and yeah. you go, yes, and then a day later you go, we have even more good news. Mm. We're pregnant. Mm. I don't, I understand this is different. I think male, female, I think mm. there's a lot. The idea of an engagement, the, you know, go on the parade float and yep. show the ring. I, I understand. I don't <laughs> right, do the tour, the tour, the ring yeah, tour, yeah, the ring tour yeah. on the chest, on yeah, the, you know, get the manicure. So yeah, like, sure. I get that this is a different, I have lower stakes than okay. maybe someone has. If their whole life is like, I've been waiting on this. Oh my God. I hope, I hope that's not the case. Some people, it their is. whole life, some people, they, they're just whole, like, I can't wait until to get engaged. There's people out there. I get, yeah, you know, sure they go, okay. my whole life, this is what I've dreamed of. I don't know, not for me. Yeah. No, but right, if I right. knew that about someone, I'd go, okay, well, let's put it off the pregnancy yeah, yeah, for yeah. another two weeks. But like, I there's think, a point. I think you can have a respectful grace period and that that's not crazy. Right. I, but I'm curious, like, who, I'm, I'm curious. I want to hear more because okay. there's, I feel like, what we're, happened? We're seven weeks pregnant, <laughs> but decided not, uh, decided to keep it quiet so as not to upstage her news. Hmm. However, we found out from my mother-in-law the wedding would likely happen in March 2024. Mm. This month uh, is our due date. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> even wow. that reaction, I'm like, 
Yeah, they're getting, they're doing their due. Like they're due. Yeah, I'm saying, uh, but I, I okay, because okay, here, can I tell you what's sure. what I'm already picking up on? Mm. How much they are dancing around the feelings of the sister-in-law. Right, the sisters are paying the. That we clear, we already know, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, there's something wrong like, with this. There's the a reason why they are seeking advice on this topic. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. But I, we I, agree. It is. But I'm. I guess my point to them is like. Your sister's a pain in the ass. I think, well, because I'm already on their side where yeah. I'm like, you got, first of all, if this doesn't end and we told them, you have to tell them immediately because like your baby is due. This month is our due date. Uh, we decided to tell his sister not knowing she'd already booked a venue for March. Oof. She did not take it well and was offended we would even ask her to change the wedding <gasps> date. We, a- we said we didn't know she had already set a date and wasn't asking her to change the date. And she said, sure, dot, dot, dot. Oh, Jesus. Things are quite sour. And it's likely we won't make it to the wedding so what? close to the birth. What? As the wedding is a plane ride away. No. No. We plan to tell the whole family next week after our ultrasound. Any way to smooth things over? How do we approach this with his family? Oh we were planning to tell my husband's side about this drama. It also uh, possible she spills our good news first. Thanks. So it's my husband. It's the husband's sister. Yeah. This is the wife writing in. They're both fans of the yes. show. Yes. I, it is interesting, the miscommunication part. Yeah. Because they probably went to her like, hey, we're doing March. And then she took that as, you heard that I had booked this venue in March. Yeah. Now you're trying to get me to switch around yeah. whatever. Yeah. What do you think? Now it's a mess. Now it's a mess. Now it's a mess. I do understand their initial impulse to just not. It, clearly, they're trying to treat this person with kid gloves. If they right. at all felt they had to delay letting people know about, though I will say that people often wait until much later than seven weeks okay. to tell people. That's typical. Mm. Typically, it's three months. So, so they like twelve broke weeks. That so right to get ahead of to, a problem. Yes, and and then gave themselves a problem. Right, and so I feel like they are really doing the best they can. Right, because yeah, a lot of couples don't even want to tell people until twelve weeks, and they're like, "Oh, we clearly need to tell her." Mm. That is really fast to book a venue. It sounds like. Yeah, I don't know when this email came in. Right. But if you're like, here's the thing. A wedding can happen at any time. And a baby a, can't. This is so. This is like wrong. Yes. Her being upset is, um, it's it's kind of a selfish thing. Well, you know, from her point of view, let's think of it her okay. side. From She's, the bride. From the bride. Okay. She has gone through the brother's engagement mm-hmm. the brother's party maybe yeah. she didn't have a boyfriend at the time she's mm. gone through the maid of honor for the sister-in-law yeah. she's celebrated whatever all these things for yep. them yeah closet full of dresses she wore to other people's wedding right yeah. and now she finally gets her moment yeah. and i don't think she's right for this but yeah. this is why she's like she might be thinking and now you got to take over this yeah i did all these things yeah. for you and she's the sister of the brother so it's not yes. not sister of the sister. I feel like understands yeah. how this works yeah. more than sister of the brother, where she's always been the queen, the yeah. princess. Yeah. She's always had all eyes on her. Then over these years, she had to give that yeah. to yeah. her new sister in law. I don't know. I'm making tons yeah. of assumptions, we but are. I can, but I can I understand this. where this could, you know, where this anger comes from. So yeah. understanding where it comes from maybe makes you feel a little bit more empathetic that she's a little. I do actually. I definitely have empathy, and I I think it, I would not be surprised if what you're saying is like pretty spot on. Mm. But where I think 
what I would have liked to see different in this situation is I think like she is entitled to all of those feelings Mm -hmm. to feel, oh, but this was supposed to be the one time when it was about me and oh, that really sucks. Have those feelings privately. Talk to your therapist. Talk to your best Mm -hmm. friend who doesn't know your brother. Get it out. Mm -hmm. Process all of it. Be like, I just really wanted it to be done. The date, the venue. Oh, I know it's not and that sucks. Do not... Text your family a snarky response when they're telling you about their new bit, your niece or nephew that's going to be due. Right. Get it all out. Then show up and be an adult. This is your well, family. But this, well, we're, I agree with you completely, right? but we're not talking to her. I, we're talking to the sister-in-law. To the sister, yeah. my point to the sister-in-law. What do you think? Sister-in-law should shut the fuck up. Yeah. I think you got to go to the brother. You got to go to the brother needs to go to the sister. I think Ooh, the brother needs to go to the sister and say, okay. hey, we are pumped for the wedding. Yeah. We've only want to be there for you. Yeah. We're having a baby. Yeah. Get the fuck over it. Yeah. You know, you have to go brother to sister. It can't be sister-in-law is, I didn't even sister. pick up on that. That's so, yeah. What's because he doing? brothers stay out of it. But, you know, okay. guys just don't want to be a part of this. You have I siblings? Think I have a younger brother. Okay. He's I'm getting married. I'm an only married. child. So, You're only child. Yeah, okay. I don't know the dynamic I, as much. I just think, like, I think if comes from the sister-in-law, it's sister-in-law who's had all this stuff. Of yeah. course you don't care. Yeah. You had a wedding. You had the spotlight. Now I'm sharing it with you and your fucking stupid baby. Yeah. So I don't think it will come so from the brother the good needs b- to step up. If I was her, yes. I would go to my husband and be yeah. like, hey, yeah. we got to like smooth this out. Yeah. And listen, it takes you to like eat it a little bit. You got to go, yeah, our baby's not as important as your wedding. That's dumb. That's dumb. But you have to like give up. You have to say like, well, we'll f- the baby's going to be the baby. Okay. You have to go, the brother needs to go to the sister and be like, hey, the baby's coming whether you like it or not. Yeah. We want to be a part of your wedding. Yeah. We don't want this to be a thing that we have to deal with the rest of our lives. Yeah. If you can change the date, I, you know, we want to be there. Yeah. If you can't, we also don't care. Yeah. But we're not going to be able to come because I can't fly. There's a, again, when you're okay, pregnant, but you can't I actually, fly. Can I make one modification sure. of this piece of advice? I think the brother should actually make it very clear that they need to be there, that it is so important to them that they're at the wedding. Right. How can we help figure this out? Right. That's a good way to put it. Do you have other venues? Right. Can we call them with you? Yes. Like, can we brainstorm this together so we all get what we want, which is How that do we, we have make to be sure. at your wedding. I'm your brother. This is absurd. Right. Whether we move it up or move right, it back. Right, right, right. How do we get us to your wedding? Let's right. start there. Like, that's the yeah, goal. We're coming fair. to your wedding. What do we need to do? And and it starts with, hey, this this sucks. Yeah. Acknowledging. Yeah. I, and it's got to come from the brother. You're yeah. right. You're right. And I don't think we it's need the time to, be your to blame wedding. people. Right. And it's like, even the, you know, the tactic As, it, as hard of like, as that is, by the way, that's because I would be so annoyed. <laughs> the, right. The idea is how do we approach this as a family? We're planning to tell my husband's side about the, about the drama. I don't think you need to tell the side about the drama. I don't think you need to like find teams. I think what you're yeah. saying is right. The husband goes to her yeah. and says, we need to be there. We need to be there. This is ridiculous. Yes. Whatever we can do. How, uh, let me help you. Yeah, exactly. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Alexis Gay. At yay, Alexis Gay on all platforms. Slept with an ex. Ooh. Jared, yeah. feather, feather. I'm waiting eagerly for the Netflix special in the meantime. I hope you can knock some sense into me after I, oops, slept with an ex. Uh-oh. He's in his late 40s. I'm in my early 30s. He was going through a divorce when we started dating and was hesitant to fully commit. After a year, I broke things off, thinking I'd give him some time to figure out what he wanted. Instead, Mm. he jumped straight into a long-distance relationship with another woman. 
We had no contact for four months, then started texting and eventually met up for drinks, which turned into hooking up at his house. Mm. We woke up the next day, talked for hours about what had gone wrong in our relationship, about missing each other and about his new relationship. Then we fucked, talked some more, and fucked some more. Honestly, it felt amazing, except that he still has a girlfriend. <gasps> so the long-distance girlfriend it's he's still, still with. picture. Two days later, he texted me. It was nice to see you. I'll text you in a few days. I need to process, and I need therapy. That's... She writes, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, it's been two weeks. He said nothing since. I know I should probably block him, but I'm more confused than ever, and it's still killing me not to respond. Despite everything, I still want to be with him. You're not going to be with him. No. Nope. Um, I feel like I need to know whether that's a possibility. It's not. No. Or if I should shut the door completely, is it worth reaching out to get some answers? What do you think? I think he's giving you the answer with his actions. I right. think walk away. You gotta walk away. I don't think this is a time to meet for coffee and get closure. Please don't meet for coffee and get closure. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Definitely don't meet for drinks and get yeah. closure. I just don't think that anything more needs to happen here. Right. Well, let's look at the past. past yes, exactly. Past performance Good indicator. future yes. results. Yes. The, the past is he's going through a divorce, finds you. Yeah. You guys fuck. Also, what was their age difference? Did she say early 30s and he's in his late, late 40s? Late 40s. So... Beyond that. But I mean, it is like, that's interesting. Yeah. The, I mean, this is, uh, it's interesting that he's set in his ways. Yeah. He's not 22 and going to go, right. you know what? I got to pull it together. I, I got to pull it together. I got to yeah. become an adult. Yeah. This yeah. is who he is. Right. So that's why we got to look at the past. Yeah. He gets and her, he had the opportunity to be with her. Exactly. And, and then went to a long distance relationship because yes. that fit into his life better. Yep. So everything for him is about convenience. Yes. He's going through a divorce. Oh, there you are. You're willing to fuck him through this divorce. Sure. Great. Then you want more. He says, ah, that's inconvenient yeah. for me. Finds a long-term relationship uh, or a long-distance relationship. Yes. Oh, look at that. I can be a boyfriend on a set schedule yeah. amount of time. Micro-dosing is... being a boyfriend. Exactly. Yeah. So then he comes across you, starts texting with you when he's lonely. You come into the fold. You spend the night. You have some drinks. You fuck. Yeah. Convenient. Yeah. He's all about convenience. So yes. the idea that and then his text to you um, it was nice to see you I'll text you in a few days I need to process and I and need therapy that's him conveniently needing therapy oh, now yeah. wow at 49 I realize I need yeah, therapy I really so need... yeah the name of the game for this guy is convenience yes. you are asking how can I be with the guy that doesn't want inconvenience right you're an inconvenience yeah so a relationship, a real relationship with you is more than he's willing to give. And absolutely. That. And I will say to her question, which I believe her question was what the fuck. Right? right. Okay. Okay. This something that I believe very strongly is that it is really tempting to want there to be a rational explanation for why people behave the way they do. Right. And you can run yourself in circles and say to your friends at brunch, well, I just don't understand why He's doing this. Why did he right. act like this? And I honestly think one of the best things you can do for yourself instead of going outward to be like, why did you behave this way? Is to accept that some people behave irrationally sometimes and then move on. I would also recommend deleting this person's number so well, you, and I, I mean, not I, reaching out again. I can give a rational answer that's not going to feel good for her. Sure. The rational answer is he likes um, instant gratification. Yes. Yeah, 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 and you offered that. So did the long yeah. distance relationship. Yeah. So did you know texting you offered yeah. that. So. That's your answer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's true. That sucks. Yes. Because you're not going to get, it's not, you, you go, well, give me the personal reason. No, 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 no. no. It's not personal. No, it's personal it's not. to him, not yeah. to you. 
I would also say, I would say one more thing. Yeah. I don't think blocking will help this person. I th- I, why not? I think it will help them. I think there's a step before that. What is it? Breaking up with them. You mean you, you do think she needs, she has to say something else to him? I think breaking up with him. Not asking for answers, but giving an answer. He has to know that texting you out of the blue in the future. Because mm. I think the fear with something like this is that this person okay. fears, I think why they go, what the fuck? I feel powerless. Okay. This against, is an interesting point. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, I do. I think when like someone comes back out of the blue that you told you wanted more, then they yeah. come back out of the blue, all of a sudden, you're, fuck, you're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> you go, oh my God, this person has a power over me. Yeah. And now you live in, when you just block, yeah. you kind of have that hovering. When's you're right. the next time they're going to text? Right. They're going to Facebook message. There's so many ways to get in contact these yes. days. So to me, she needs to add like a fence around her. To okay, she needs to close the door. And you have a relationship. That's the hardest part about right. 2023 is that we don't consider real relationships actual relationships. Right. This is a relationship yes. that you need to break up with to let him know it hurts you physically, like mentally, physically, all that, Right. to have interactions with him. So, hey, I know you said you're going to text. I feel really badly about us hooking up. Mm. I don't want to see you again. I don't want to be someone that you can conveniently walk walk into and not have a relationship with. I am ending this with you. Please do not contact me again. Then you Perfect. block and you do all that. Perfect. Because that, and people never take this advice. This is good advice. It's good advice. You, but it's never you don't take, think people ever take it? No, because no one wants to shut the door. Like there, you, you want to hope that this 49 year old is going to suddenly change yeah. because they're going to realize how great and wonderful you are. I'm not saying you're not great and wonderful. Sure. I'm saying they're never going to realize it. Yeah. And that's why people don't do it. They go, mm. well, you know, that's a little extreme. I don't want to be a dick. And it's yeah. like, no, that's what you have to do if, because then, okay, then I, they have to really come back. Then if they come back, they have to look at that text. But that's what I was going to say. I actually think that makes it an even, that's an even stronger case for doing it. Right. Is that like, if, and I'm not saying this is the case, right. if there is, <laughs> just to be right. extremely clear, but you know what I'm going to say? Like, yeah. if there is that off chance that this is a rom-com we're living in and this man is going to wake up and realize he made a huge mistake, mm-hmm. he will find a way to get in contact with you right. again. I think you're right you've, that people are afraid of... You've set up the obstacle course. As you should, though, because right. all that he's done right now, he hasn't done anything to really deserve this person's time. Right. And again, when you break up and you say, don't get in contact, yeah. the rom-com is like, no, 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 I got to fight through this. No. And then you know what you're... You are not passively doing these things. Yeah. Now you're actively yeah. like... I see that what you want. Yeah. I and then you'd have to be a real piece of shit, which I don't believe many people are. I know mm. I know like I think that's the extremes that you hear about, but like I don't think someone gets broken up with told don't talk to me again, yeah. then comes back to you through all this stuff to then break up with you again just for sex. Like that's too much. Yes, they would come back to you if you didn't do this just for yeah. sex because you can go, "Oh, well I thought maybe you you're making them think about this." Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Alexis Gay, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. How fun was this? It was so much fun. This is great. You were fantastic. Thank Everyone you. go follow Alexis Gay at yay. Alexis Gay, go follow. Hilarious. You're going to love following them on social media and going to their shows. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday. The Tonight Show, Tuesday night. I'm going to be on. Podcast at gmail.com. Back next week. Boom.